tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes, that was great. So good. Oh my gosh, a little Shania to start us out. That's great. Welcome to the Forever After Buzz After Show. I'm Mary Lou Mandel, and with me is the lovely Pega Rad. We're here to recap and talk about tonight's episode, Man in a Killer Suit. So good. so glad it's back. Yes. I had withdrawals last week when I was gone. Yeah. And I missed you guys. I've been gone for a few weeks and then we didn't have an episode last week. Yeah. I was like, when can I have my forever back? I, but, I think I think next week we'll all be back finally. Yes. All the girls. So we miss you girls. It'll be great. Kate and Kanika. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, so man in the killer suit. I love a man in a killer suit. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love a man in a killer suit? Yeah. It's, it's great. I prefer Henry Morgan in a killer suit, though. Which he's always dressed really sharp, and yeah. we get little hints of it all the time that he's very much into his fashion. Yeah. And totally. I can appreciate that in a guy. Well, we start our episode at a high society engagement party, and we meet Viscount Colin Cavendish. That's the first time I've ever heard Viscount before. Viscount? Have you, have you, I've I heard it before. I've heard, like, Duke. Duke and, and all that. Yeah. Knight. I've heard Viscount before. Okay. I don't think I ever knew what it meant. I learned something today. Yeah. But he was very clear <laughs> that he was a Viscount. Yeah. Uh, engagement party to Emily Sontag. And there's lots of things going on here. It's definitely a very expensive party. Oh, yeah. You can just tell. And you can tell. And so he's a very charming British man like our Henry Morgan. Right. And uh, Emily is a rich American girl and her dad comes out and you can tell that they're they're an exciting young couple. Right. It's ready to get married. Right away you can tell the dad is one of those like protective mm-hmm. rich fathers who just only want the best for their daughter. Only. But yeah. what what parent doesn't want Ex- that? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But like the best of the best. Uh, of, like uh, yeah. caviar for breakfast. Like <laughs> Honey, do you want that? Yeah. Please eat all your caviar. You don't <laughs> yeah. want that? Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Well, so we see all of that mm-hmm. and then smash cut to our guy dead in the park. And that's yeah, that Colin so- just dead in the park. It was very abrupt. That was a very More abrupt than death. typical. Yeah. I've never seen it cut to a death that quickly before. Mm-hmm. And so gruesome looking. Like the way he was leaning on the, the fountain. I was yeah. like, ugh. And I'm okay with them getting more gruesome. Like yeah. I, I find that stuff kind of fun. Right. You know, to it add is. into the show because it's so lighthearted and like – a lot, a little heady with the problem solving. Then I'm like, give me some gore. You like the gore? Yeah, give me a little bit yeah. of the gore. It shakes it up a little bit. I get enough gore in the medical examining room when they're like picking apart body mm-hmm. parts and sawing chests open. Like, that's, yeah, that's enough for me. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting because I feel like they put a lot of work into making it right. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh my god, the research on this show, and I think every single time I watch it, is so on point. Yeah. You know, with the the medical terminology mm-hmm. and the way that they 
he deducts things from like the angle of the like, I'm like yeah. it takes some strong researchers over there that, there was some thought put yeah, into these, no these things which is why they call on Dr. Henry Morgan yes. so the Joe Martinez and Doc, uh, Detective Hansen are in the park and they're like there's a dead royal in the park yeah it's one of him <laughs> it's one of his people and uh, yeah and I love how Henry goes um does anybody does nobody know the difference between a royal and a noble? Like come on. Like yeah. they're two oh, totally different no. things. <laughs> so In funny. New York it's the same. That's uh, I believe Joe said that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's having Henry's having breakfast with Abe who's reading the obituaries mm-hmm. and then he gets called away. But while he's reading these obituaries, it's like okay, I understand he's reading them because he has his antique business. He's trying to get all the stuff to read, you know resupply his store right but this one he has a different motive when he finds lyle lyle ames Ames. and he's like oh it's a friend it's a friend of mine i've got to go to years ago or something 60 years ago and he still wants to go abe's up to something right so we don't know then that it's about a girl yes but but i mean when is it not about a girl with abe hello we find this episode that he has a type he's into redhead jane seymour redhead Fawn, redhead. He even, she's a tomato. He likes yeah. tomatoes. He's I guess got, if that's a reference to redheads. I To him, I guess it was. Oh, why not? Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. But that aside, the phone call comes in and Abe gives Henry permission to go catch bad guys. And then I've noticed the show doing this a lot more, these little winks to the camera. Not like a literal wink, but there's definitely a close-up of, of Dr. Morgan who's like, okay. Yeah, Let's go catch yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> and then cue the commercial. Yes. Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah. It's fabulous. So he goes to the crime scene and then... He finds out that the hair is, is dyed. Yeah. Well, they're they're in Central Park. So oh, okay. Colin was murdered in Central Park At in front fountain. of a, a fountain, mm-hmm. which was, we find out later, is a Something specific a it's a specific fountain. Beth Bethesda. There we Bethesda go. fountain. Where he proposed to Emily. Yeah. That comes later. Okay. Which we find out later. Yeah. But while we're there, of course, Henry's getting all of the information. They say who he is. It's, uh, you know, Colin Cavendish. And then we find out, of course, Henry knows there's no more Cavendish family left. Yeah, and only he would know that, wouldn't he? Of course, because he was probably there. But then also, okay, and this is where Hanson runs in and goes, I just called the British Embassy mm-hmm. and there are no more can- Candish? Candish? Cavendish. Cavendishes Cavendish. left. And he's like, but Henry already said it, didn't he? Yeah. It's like, seconds yeah. later. <laughs> seconds later. And I do enjoy how the show has kind of become self-aware. Right. Like, it knows that we like these little jokes. So they definitely pop in there. Yes. The writers are doing a great job yeah, with that. It's I really, love, really fun. I love just the, the humor of Hanson always kind of being second to Morgan. And yeah. You know, being close but yet so far away. Uh, like, but it's going to make him better. Sometimes you yeah. just need somebody to make you better. I want one day, though, for Hanson to really – Say something and make a point that Henry has no idea about. Yeah. Like, just go in with a shocker. And be like, oh. He deserves that. You got it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Maybe that can be the singing episode. There. Mm. We're going to make this happen. Get Hanson to sing. Get him to sing. So, um, yes, we find out that Colin is indeed an imposter. And that all secrets are revealed in death. When right. we go into the examination room. And mm-hmm. that's where we find out that... The hair is dyed. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. He's actually a blonde. He's not a brunette. And uh, also that he is an American and not British. Okay. 
they found that looking at the palate of his mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a thing. Now, do you think Lucas found that out? Because he was the one that he was real proud of it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Lucas. Okay, I'll give it to because I'm like only Henry could see something like that, but mm-hmm. Lucas is probably just as awesome. Yeah, I, I bet mean, he he's is. researching more. Yeah. Like, I gotta get on this. This but guy yeah, is so, awesome. So the palette was, um, deteriorated or, or pushed mm-hmm. a certain way. Yes, there's a, a way that, uh, Americans talk that's a little bit harsher version of English, and that's why the palette was worn out in a different place. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's why wow. he's not British. Huh. That's so interesting. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm and on it board. It blew me away. Yeah. I buy it. I buy it. But when we find out about these things, that's where we get a flashback. We get a flashback with Abigail because the, the hair color change reminds Henry of a time he was putting gray on his hair to try and disguise his identity. Right. So, so yeah. we always with, with Dr. Morgan have these this theme of being somebody else. Right. Like he's pretending to be someone else. So we have this imposter and it's a really big highlight. And I think everybody's kind of pretending. Mm-hmm. In the show. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then it, it's really highlighted in the episode of like – Abe is pretending when he's going to this funeral for his friend, but he's really not trying to go to that to the funeral for that. Like he learned from daddy, said, right? Oh, he course. learned from his uh, learned from the best. Parents. Yeah, why not? So, um, but we see that, and it's like so good to see Abigail. Yeah, I know she hasn't been around in a few episodes. I really mm-hmm. missed her. Is that where we see though? The no, they're not in the park yet. Sorry. So that was the second flashback. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So going ahead. Yeah, so we see the flashback. We just see that he's trying to disguise, disguise himself. himself. And she's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. But okay. Yeah, she's like, you know I love older men. Yeah, because he's real old. Real old. Real old. <laughs> so while we're we're looking at uh, Colin on the, the table, we also go to take a look at his suit. Yes. And of course. And the stitching. The stitching. Of course, Henry knows, like, this – this kind of suit can only come from one kind of tailor, a very specific tailor, my tailor. Yeah, my of tailor. And it's Paul Stewart. He's like, this is from the fall collection of the Paul Stewart suit collection. Was that Paul Stewart? Yeah. His tailor? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought his name was Arturo. Well, the guy was Arturo, the, the place. The place. Oh, God, yeah. I got it, I got it. Okay. The place is Paul Stewart. Okay. So... You know, I, I really like that Henry's so into fashion because he had the reference about shoes. I love like, it. He's, he's such a little fashionista. I love it. He's got his accessories. Scarves. I mean, not every guy, like, has his So thing. handsome. And that accent. Put it all together. First, a guy in a suit alone, but then you tag on that accent. It's like, whew. Yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> sure. You you cracked the case, Henry. You <laughs> cracked the case. here. A little <laughs> But, so then, Henry takes... Joe. Joe there. To Arturo mm-hmm. in the mall. Oh, my gosh. the store. At the store. the store. Yeah. It's like a department store. Yeah. And Arturo takes a jab at Joe. Oh, yeah. I don't like working with women, even in pants I think he's I like, like oh. I don't work with the women. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Even if she wears the pants suits, which yeah. is, I like Joe's pants suits. I do, too. She looks so good. Yeah. So I think she good. looks great. And she's. I don't know. She she handles it real quick, as always. Yeah. So we we go to talk to Arturo, the the tailor that's there, and but Joe does make a really good observation there. She's like, "How do you, as a like medical examiner, afford to shop at this store? Like really, really high end suit." That's true. All yeah. of these things are gonna like build up one day, and she's just gonna get it. Yeah. I just know she is. Well, she's a good detective. She's she collecting is. all of this information. Right. How do you think she's going to find out? 
he's going to slip one day. Yeah. Well, the next episode. Okay, we're getting into predictions. Yeah. Okay. But, All but right. the next episode looks crazy. Yeah. Do you have like a a fantasy scenario of how she finds out? Um, I have a few. But yeah. Oh, a few? But yeah, we'll get that. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so while we're there, we find out that Colin was going there to get his – a tuxedo. Paying cash. Mm-hmm. Paying so cash. Shady. Always picked it up on him, uh, himself. Mm-hmm. Himself. He picked it up himself. Paid. Always paid cash. And then he had to pick up a tuxedo. So they had a bridal registry. Yes. That's how we upstairs. get to the bridal registry in that building upstairs. So they go to talk to Patricia. Patricia, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Lydia from Breaking Bad. Ah. Love her. Got to look up her name. Laura. Mm. Uh, no, it was exciting to see her, up. though. It was exciting to see her, though. But so we get up there and they do, you know, they're like, oh, you know, are you familiar with this client? She says, yes, of course. Well, he's dead. And she freaks out a little bit. But it's so early in the episode. Which she had a British accent. Mm-hmm. And so right away there, I was like, yeah. like, there's something. Yeah. I didn't really think she was a killer, but there's some, there's a, there's a stronger tie. And she was really devastated about mm-hmm. him being dead. Yes. So it's like either they had an affair. Something more was yes. there. And it's always like you had mentioned that there's always something that has to do with the person we see for 60 seconds or less. Well, that's Kate's thing. Yeah. Oh, Kate, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's, she's like, here, we're in there for that yeah. guy. It's always the person that just comes real quick, has like a 60 second part mm-hmm. and then goes. And that yeah, that, that sets off alarms. Whoa. Can't let that person go by. Yeah. So. While we're up there, of course, Henry's watching, seeing everything yeah. that's going on. Looking and he starts chasing down a bike messenger. Right. Because of a scar on his leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chain scars. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he, he. It's like, how do you even see that? I mean, yeah. Henry sees that. He sees everything. Yeah. He sees everything. Yeah. So he chases him down. And I, I love that this guy's reaction. Uh, when he, cause Henry follows him all the way out to his bike out on the street. And he says, <laughs> you know, he's like, dude, he's, like, even for New Yorkers, you're, you're a mess. Yeah. He's like <laughs> kneeling down and like looking at him. It was so funny. Can I look at your leg? And he's yeah. like, no, nah, man. Yeah. No. He's like, do we have a problem? Yes. So from that, he sees that this bike messenger has a specific type of scar that he had noticed on the body. Mm-hmm. And then from there shows yeah. this bike messenger. This guy? <laughs> Do you know this guy? He's like, oh, I think he's a bike messenger because that guy's a bike messenger. I guess so. All right. Yeah. And of all of the hundreds and hundreds of bike messengers in New York, there was one that knew him. That knew him. First name, last name. And owed him money. Dwight Diziak. Yep. Dwight Diziak. Yeah. And he owes blonde money. Hair. If you find him, let me know. Yeah. Like, you're not going to find him. He's dead. No, no. He's gone. That, that money's he's gone. Done. Never let a, another bike messenger borrow your money. That's the lesson <laughs> there. That's the lesson of this episode. So that's a big information for us there. Yeah. Huge. So he's a bike messenger. So we know he's an imposter. He's a, a low-end guy, like not probably not making a lot of money, not a rich guy. Right. So. So we know that there's a, a motive somewhere. Mm-hmm. Money. Trying to make a better life for himself yeah, is money. Exactly. Always money. So It's always money, isn't it? It's always money. Yeah. Money or love. Yeah. Or drugs. Or what else? Or chocolate. Or chocolate. For me, it's chocolate. I will kill for chocolate. Oh, my chocolate. God. There's a motive for chocolate. <laughs> Jeez. My chocolate's gone. It's Pega. <laughs> yeah. Pega took my chocolate. I did it. <laughs> and then, like you said, motives for love. So Abe's motive, mm-hmm. we start to see a little bit more of what's going on here yeah. because we see Abe getting ready and he's like dressed to the nines in a really like 
dashing suit. Henry comes in. He's like, great. You look awesome. Where are you going? Oh, a funeral. And he's like, what? Yes. And he's like, I'm nervous. Come. I want a wingman, please. Yeah, it's because he's going to the funeral. He admits to Henry that he's going to the funeral to see a woman named Fawn that was his first love and he hasn't seen in 60 years. First kiss too, right? Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, or at least her first kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so 60 years, he's going to go and try to rekindle mm-hmm. things with Fawn. Yes. And, and Henry wants nothing to do with it. He's like, I don't want to come. Like, you don't pick up women at a yeah. funeral? Like, come on, son. I taught you better than that. Yeah, obviously not. <laughs> I don't know. What he did teach Abe was to love to love. Right. Right? Yeah, he did. And they love. They do. They both love to they love. They really love to love. Mm-hmm. Love to love. Is that a song? Okay. <laughs> it could be. It probably is. So we find out. The lieutenant, mm-hmm. he uh, thinks that Emily helped him create the fake ID mm-hmm. so that her dad would accept him. Yeah, which could potentially be a thing That's, if she fell in love with a like a lower end guy yeah. to try and clean him up. Okay, totally could be a thing. Then they bring her into the interrogation room and she's like, "I didn't know." Yeah, she's like, "They mentioned Dwight Dizziak. Mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, is that the name of the killer?" And they're like, mm, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah, you don't know anything. I didn't buy all of that at the time. It turns out that that was the case. But the way it was delivered, I was like, she's a liar. Yeah. I yeah, thought, yeah, oh, yeah. She's for a sure. liar. They always lie. Yeah. Or do they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But ended up she really didn't know and Joe had to break it to her, you know, I know you just you're bummed because your fiance is dead, but he wasn't actually who he said he was. That must be so sad. Think about that. Like you fall in love with a guy, mm-hmm. you think you know his whole life story, who he is. You're about to marry the guy. He's coming into your family, and the whole thing was a sham. I mean, how heartbreaking. Yeah, think about that. Well, and that's like, what she was. It's her prince. Yeah, and it was not. Oh my gosh, how sad. Because she's like, the most hurtful thing was that the whole, like, our whole love was a lie. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, that's yeah. so sad. That would be <laughs> devastating for anyone of yeah. any level. I mean, everybody's dated people who's like, oh yeah, I do this, and they really don't do mm-hmm. what they say, or the, like little things that people yeah. lie about, but like to put on such a fake identity, a fake mm-hmm. name, and you're yeah. uh, To go through the everything up until you're getting married. And then realized that was all Ugh. not real. I feel for Emily. That the, and that it was really done do. on purpose to try and dupe you. That, you know, it was a con That's artist. That's so sad. It's got to be a hard life to be a con artist, though, because, like, you can't fall in love. Right. And if you do fall in love, you mess up your con. Which is what happens. <laughs> okay. So we, we tell Emily that he's an imposter. And then Lucas gives us a story about when he was an imposter he had went to a different school for a year and made everyone call him Fernando. Right. Because he wanted to. And then he had to give it up because he couldn't speak Spanish and he got tired of looking over his shoulder. Have you ever pretended to be somebody else? No. I, could, I am an open book. Like yeah. if I am lying, if I'm uncomfortable, like my face, you could just see it. I just like – you could just tell. I'm, yeah. I'm not good at pretending or lying or anything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, when I was younger, I used to move a lot. I, there were some schools I went to for like a month. I went to 11 different elementary schools. And at, at some point, I don't remember when it was, but I just pretended like I couldn't talk. Like I'm pretty outgoing. Wow. But at some point I was like, you know, I'm only going to be here for a month, so 
I just was a silent kid. Oh my I mean, gosh. I spoke to my teachers. Yeah. I spoke if needed, right. but I just wasn't a talkative kid, which I don't know if that's really an imposter situation. I think it was more me testing the waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see that as a, a kid. Yeah. How you could do that. Like, let's see if anybody notices if I don't talk to them. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you're like that weird kid that just yeah. like sits there <laughs> and doesn't talk. But now I talk all the time. There we go. Here we are. But that uh, story about Fernando Lucas brings us to a flashback. Right, but what he says was, funny thing, pretending to be someone you're not. Mm-hmm. And then Morgan just does that, like, uh-oh. Yeah, it's a very pointed, like, hey. Yeah. I see you, Yeah, maybe. Give me something. But what, like, Lucas says, you know, I got tired of looking over my shoulder, and this that sends us to this flashback of Abigail and Henry in the, in park, the park, and literally somebody over his shoulder stops him. Recognizes mm-hmm. him. And was that – did he get shot? I didn't catch that Yes. Part. Both of them were in One war in together. Leg. And he – the guy the guy who stopped Henry got shot in the leg. Right. And he said, I definitely saw you get hit by the same shell. Bullet, yeah. And you look the same. But this like, guy was like old and like crippled and oh my a gosh. mesh. So He's like, no, sir, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he actually <laughs> changed his accent. And, like, runs away. Yeah. Like, nope, not me. Not it. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. I don't know. What would you do? Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Later. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I feel like he's going to come across people that are going to maybe call him out. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to see how he reacts to that. Is he just going to run away all the time? Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like typically that's what they had always done. They had always run away. Moved, yeah. And then, but they, they've lived in New York so many times, so they just moved to a different part of the city? I guess. I yeah. would stay in the Hamptons or something, yeah. really. There's, there's places you I could just, live, right? There's places yeah. you could go. They could just be on a farm. But where would he buy all of his suits? Um, you know? The questions we have. We have so many questions. I just worry about the wardrobe. How do we, like, upkeep the wardrobe if we move Henry out to like a secluded he gets place. It like shipped to him. Online shopping. Yes. Like I told you. Yes. Like I told you, online shopping is going to destroy brick and mortar stores. Right. It's over. Sorry, so guys. Sorry. That's news. We <laughs> we go back to Lucas in the examining room, and he feels a crinkle, crinkle, mm-hmm. finds a check in the suit. It's it's ripped up though. It's ripped up. Yes, he found up ripped up uh, pieces of paper, tapes it together, and it is a check for one million dollars from Emily's daddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Norman's contact contact mm-hmm. to the DOA, which yes. is yeah gone, gone. He's dead. Um, but a million dollars. Yes. So, I mean, like, is there kind of a motive now? Right. Trying to get the money and run, but the paper was torn up. So it's like so you can't cash a check like that, right? And you know, if he tore it up, then we know that he wasn't in it for the money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I that was the first point where I was like, hmm, maybe Dwight is a good guy. Yeah, and then he and Emily does confirm that that check is money for their wedding, right? It's not just like he didn't just go in and like steal a check for a million dollars, and then rip it up or feel remorseful. His her dad gave it to him, gave it to for him. the wedding. Uh, so. Joe and Henry then go and visit the Sontag house, which is beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's so gorgeous. And then even Joe's like, 
oh, did you stay in a house like this? You bet you grew up in a house like this. And he's like, why do you assume I always, you know, we all lived in houses like this? But yeah, he probably like, did. She's like, pretty soon you're going to tell me where you grew up in your childhood. And he's like, I don't like talking about this stuff. I'm trying to reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. Like dodging the question, dodging the topic yeah. like he normally does. Yeah, but, I mean, Joe says she's like herself – Good or for bad, she knows who she is, right. which I think is an awesome way to be. She's awesome. She's awesome. I love her. I love her so much. Please call and talk to us. <laughs> so they go in and actually talk to Norman. Yep. They talk to him. And Henry creepily is standing over the golf clubs, like, <laughs> sniffing yeah. them. And then goes on with the conversation. So I was like, oh, that's something. there's something going on over there. Yeah, he's on to something. Yeah. And then he just starts going off step-by-step step of what happened in, mm-hmm. in that office, which is – it's kind of a ballsy move. I mean, he's he's practically accusing Norman at this point. Yeah. You know, you pushed him against the wall because his wool is attached to it. Mm-hmm. Then you got these golf cl- – no, and then It was a wall then- that had studs in it. Right. It had like – it looked like it had like the studs little- you would have on a jacket yeah. on the wall. Just, just a side note. Right. That was interesting. Rich people are interesting. <laughs> yeah. Studded walls. <laughs> and then he got pushed back on the desk and so the desk was moved. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what did he say about the, the golf clubs? Like you clearly clean these for prints, but next time use salt, salt water. water so it doesn't smell so much. Yeah. Like, he like gave him a tip. <laughs> I was like, Henry. Henry's crime scene tip of the day. Love use it. salt water. Yeah. 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 We try that. So yeah, see, he sees, the fibers in the wall. Mm-hmm. He sees that the desk has been moved from the tussle, and then he knows that the golf clubs have been cleaned. And then he's like, "Where were you, or something?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Before I can answer this, I need my lawyer." Don, don, Already don. looks really guilty and suspicious. Shady. Then we meet Peter Gusick, the lawyer. The lawyer. The lawyer. So they're in the interrogation room mm-hmm. with Daddy Sontag and Peter, the lawyer. And we find out that the dad had called the lawyer after that tussle, called the lawyer. Yes. And told him what happened. Yes. And the the reason that that tussle happened was because we find out that Dwight came and admitted everything and was going to try and run away with with Emily because he really loved her. Right. So he was trying to do the good, like, good thing. But that's you know, got to be frustrating because as a as a protective father like yeah. Norman, it's like what? Yeah, did you do to my daughter? I don't yes. care if you're in love; you're a peasant. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I would just be mad that somebody lied to my child. Like, not even my child, like my sisters. Like, I have two younger sisters, and I I've definitely said I was like, you do her wrong, I will happily go to jail. It's, that's just how it's going to wow. be. Ugh. Yeah, I, I stand by that. No, don't mess with my little <laughs> sisters. It's my family. So, yeah, I can see where he's coming with that. But he admits he admits to assault yes. but not to murder. Right. Yes. So they're like, oh, that's kind of iffy. Like, how is that possible? So they go back and they check the body. Mm-hmm. And we found out that the dad had hit um, Colin Dwight in the head with a golf club. Right. It was bleeding, it was but bleeding. it was cared for. Yes. So because we see the inflammation that Henry like confirms it was yeah. a few hours earlier that this happened. Then, of course, the smallest piece of evidence in the world was a piece of gauze, 
which for me, I'm a little skeptical of because they're in a medical facility. A piece of gauze could have gotten there. Exactly. It could have been from that room. Yeah. Very possibly could have been from there. But maybe, okay. I mean, they knew what they were using probably. Yes. So. Yes. I mean, well, what? Yeah, I you know. know. What I'm saying. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I right. know what you're saying. But it was there, but it was kind of lodged in the blood. So yeah. it could have been sitting there the whole time. So it's a good thing that they did go back in and take a closer look at that. Mm-hmm. So now we know that his, that injury had been cared for and that he had learned all of his things so fast. He learned how to be this gentleman so fast. Like those realizations came together. And then again, the show being self aware, <laughs> Lucas like, here and comes the aha, the aha moment. <laughs> ah. And it's, he they're like, it's an Eliza Doolittle situation. Yes. It's a My Fair Lady situation yes. that somebody maybe trained him to be this high society character. Right. Oh, but now, now we have an extra person in the scenario. Who is it? Who's doing this? And then we also realized that everything that he wore was from that Paul, Paul Stewart, Stewart catalog. And then in the back of the catalog, there's a, a pen that looks like the shape of the injury Wound. in his neck mm-hmm. along with some gold shards that they pulled out. So they're like, that's got to be it. Right. It's got to be it. Ooh. And so it is. But and it's got to be it. And they found out that Dwight bought all of this, all these clothes and stuff from mm-hmm. Paul Stewart mm-hmm. with an employee discount. And not just any employee discount. It's Patricia, the lady from the bridal registry. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So why? Now, why would this woman, the plot thickens, who is helping them with the registry, this really, really rich guy giving him an employee discount, there's, there's something, something going, going on. on. Of course there's something going on. There's <laughs> yeah. always something going always. on. So they get a warrant. They break into her place and they find the gauze with blood on it. In her trash can. Yeah, and they the, match the DNA. Mm-hmm, and a corner of the check that was in ripped up in his pocket. That's so, like red-handed right there. It's right there. What else do you need? It's the right dead there. Body. And then they have – they go to her bookshelf and on her bookshelf are all these books on how to be a gentleman, high society living. Obviously, Patricia had trained. It's not looking and, good for you, Patricia. And there's pictures of them. There's pic- like a couple pictures of them. Right. Like, Kissy selfie picture. Yeah, yeah. Love, 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 love. So, trouble. Then we get another mm-hmm. flashback. Yes. And this one, the little child Abe is so cute. Oh, baby Such Abe. a good little actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're sitting there talking in their little fort that children make in their room. Yeah, I still make forts. You just still make forts? <laughs> Marissa, you still make forts, don't you? I have tents. <laughs> make little tents. In college, yeah. In yeah. college. Yeah, to yeah. study for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, long nights of study. But they ended up passing out in this, like... <laughs> Uh, so we see him talking about a girl, mm-hmm. Fawn, Fawn, which Abe kissed before Lyle. Yes. So we kind of missed that whole part of where Lyle swooped in and stole his yes. his woman. Yes. So about Lyle, because she Fawn later tells us that she's been married to Lyle for like fifty years. Yeah. So they they didn't get married when they were eight years old. Right. 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 So th- there's the whole like between eight and like. 20 probably. He dropped the ball some yeah. point. In well, that- Lyle probably came and swooped in. Yeah. I don't know. That's a whole side story. I Where's our, our bonus content? I feel like, okay, into predictions again. I'm going to write this down. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. All on. right. You've got, you've got something going on I there. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we find out that in this flashback, 
they're having to rush and leave. And Abigail is packing things. Yes. And she's packing the pictures because pictures cannot be replaced. And that's how we know. That's how Henry tells everyone, like, no, she didn't flee because they haven't found her. She's missing currently. But because she left that photo in her apartment, she didn't flee the scene. She's she's still in town because she didn't take the photo. Yeah. Because photos can't be replaced. Unless you have them on your iPhone, and then yeah. it's like, bye. Goodbye. <laughs> You're backed up on the cloud. Yeah. Can I tell you a little sad story about uh, pictures, actually? Sure. Um, when I was younger, I was an evacuee in the Philippines during uh, a volcano eruption, Mount Pinatubo. And I remember specifically being in line, and they, they were telling us, like, you could, you know, your family can only have one bag. You can only have so much stuff. Right? We're, like, gone. Like, you're never coming back. Right. Evacuating the country. And I remember this image is burned so strongly in my head. Trash cans full of photo albums. (gasps) And it was just so – I remember being like, this is so sad because at that time, you don't have like little – a little SD card that could hold. Right. Everything was – Thousands of photos. It's just real printed things. And, you know, that made me think of that in the episode today. I I feel like like, I would sacrifice – my entire luggage of clothes yeah. for albums, and I, I think I, people did. They, yeah, you know, because at that point, everyone had already left their homes, so they had taken them to this point. Wow! And we're about to wow, get on a wow, ship. Wow. To, it's it was intense. Oof, I can't and I was imagine. eight, and I, I was eight, and I was imagine. like, "This is like really weird. I don't understand what's going on." Oh my god! Yeah. We need to talk intense. about this. Yeah, I, mean, I want to learn some more about it. But you. yeah, so seeing that situation yeah. in the show today, I, it, it really reminded me of that. You know, so oh. cherish your pictures, back up your hard drives. Seriously, you know, back up your data so you can keep your pictures forever. Yeah, but now they're on Facebook. That's and, there forever. And the cloud the that cloud. never leaves you. Never. Yeah. Now we we can't get rid of pictures yeah. we don't want. Yeah. We used to be able to just like <laughs> put them through the shredder. Oh, shameful uh, world we live in. But so so yeah. So in this flashback, though, again with the Avon Kyle, he says it's his first kiss, and he says, "What a tomato!" Yeah, he which is. I think is now my new favorite phrase. What a tomato! What a tomato she is, right? Then so from that flashback. Funeral. Then Henry feels like, okay, I'll go with him. Yeah. I'll go with him feels. because he feels that he, that Abe wants to go see Lyle because it's Lyle or, yeah, it's Lyle's funeral. He's like, oh, they were buddies. I made you leave him. Yeah. I'll go with you to the funeral. Uh, it's not yeah. about but Lyle. He did. He's like, first kisses were important. He knew that uh, Fauna was going to be there also. So he right. made that connection. He's like, great. Let's go. I'll be yeah. your wingman yeah, at yeah. this funeral. And then he goes. Before he can even go say hi to Fawn, mm-hmm. we see... Emily and mm-hmm. Patrick, the but that, lawyer. But that's where you notice you're like, he loves redheads. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he loves redheads. <laughs> For sure. He likes tomatoes. He likes tomatoes. Yes. So, yeah, we see Emily and the lawyer yes. and leaving the cemetery. Yes, and at that point, because, you know, you see the previews from before where mm-hmm. Abe's like, I have permission to uh, break all mm-hmm. driving rules or whatever. Yeah. I thought they were going to chase Emily and Patrick. But then we turn and we see Patricia waiting, mm-hmm. you know, in the corner kind of What's shady. She there? Well, because she's, you know, somebody broke into her house. She's probably. Right. <laughs> I thought she was going to go after Emily because Colin mm-hmm. fell in love with her. Yeah. So I thought that was her next victim. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Like crime of passion because she loved him and now she's like a, you know, yeah. smited woman. Yeah. So, well. I know. Could have killed her. Girl and girl could've, hate. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Oh, uh, no. My favorite part was so, – so he calls uh, he calls Joe. Henry calls Joe mm-hmm. and says, I have Patricia. I'm going to chase her. She's like, no, Henry. Don't stand do down. it. Don't do chase. Because it. it could be dangerous, you know. Yeah. And uh, 
He's like, she got into some sort of uh, Datsun. And Abe's like, they stopped making Datsun. That's the Civic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but before they leave, up. so Henry's like, just give me the keys. I'll drive. And he's like, no, you haven't driven in, in you 37 know, 30 years or something, something years. Yeah. But before they go, Abe, of course, being the, the man that he is, he's looking for love. He's like, hey, kid, is that your grandma? <laughs> give her my card and tell her she looks good. Yeah. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Like he's like I, he I came love, in there with a mission. I love that he did that though. Mm-hmm. He didn't just leave and not get anything done. Yeah, he like went in for it. Yes, very strong. Yeah, that would make an impression to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it obviously like, did because oh, she came to the store she later. Did. She was like, she hey, did. So Abe gets into the driver's seat, or they're about to go. Henry's on the phone with Joe, and Abe yells out, "Do I have permission to violate safety laws?" Right. So yes. yeah, again, I was like, "Great, we're gonna have a chase." Yeah. But then we cut to the next scene, and they just have her. Right. In custody. And the lieutenant at this point was like, uh, Henry, what were you doing at that cemetery? Yes. Like, what, what were you doing there? And he's like, I was being a wingman. Ah. He's like, I'm just not going to ask questions yeah. anymore. I don't even know why. I went with my roommate <laughs> to a funeral to be his oh, wingman. And she's like, I just need to not ask you yeah. anymore. Which really made me think how much I love everyone's interactions with Henry specifically. Like, all of the characters, all of the actors are doing a really good job in having a specific relationship. Totally. Yeah, it's great. Like, all of them are very That's distinct. A great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally it's great. That. So, they're interrogating Patricia now, and they tell her about how he was killed in, in Central Park, and she's like, where in Central Park? At this specific fountain. Well, this fountain is special because that is where Dwight, or Colin, proposed mm-hmm. and it was her idea and it was her idea so it's so a romantical yeah because she well like, it was a big con she yeah. gave romantical. emily everything that she would have wanted right you know and she even says that she's like she gave she had what i wanted like when and you could imagine being patricia in love with this guy i mean granted you're a con artist and they're coming into your store for bridal registry but they were making plans and they were falling in love and you had to see this that's that's tough. That's it's tough it's all tough, around. But it's you know if you're doing it for the money and it's kind of the sacrifice you have to yeah. make. This love uh, triangle stuff, yeah. not for me. I can do it. I not do for it. me. So they go to the fountain. Henry and Lucas do a little reenactment of uh, what he thinks happened. He thinks that Colin came to apologize, was down on his knee, uh, that Emily was frustrated, like in a, ri- a fit of rage, yeah. grabs the pen. And stabs him in the neck, but I'm laughing because Lucas was like, "Can I be the killer this time?" Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "No." I get better into character when I'm the killer. Like, yeah, let me do the killing. I thought about that too, but it's like if he was the victim, he wouldn't be able to like explain how the murder happened. Right. So you kind of have to be the Lucas has to be the passive side of the interaction. Yeah, unless Lucas gets that good. Yeah, and he can take the reins and Lucas has to show and be like, wait, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, he grabs and stabs him in the neck. Done. It's gonna. Is that come. right? Is it's that right? Come. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be great. So the, then we realize though her um, alibi was confirmed. His Hanson comes running in mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, but Henry already said that, didn't he? Moments later, yeah. but then Henry says, she's not the killer, but we need to arrest her. Yes. And both of us had a, like a moment of like, say what? Yeah. Well, because I thought it was whoever did it, if they arrest her, they're going to kind of show themselves Mm -hmm. because they are going to either come to protect her or 
something. Like by getting Emily, you're going to get that person that's kind of lurking. Yeah. So then so, the, the next thing we find that they're they're staking out in the park and we see a guy in a hoodie mm-hmm. digging up in the dirt and digs up the pen. We see the pen. Yeah. And we find out that it's the lawyer. Yes. It's the lawyer. And Peter. they he was digging up the murder weapon. weapon. He loved Emily. That's what we found out is that after the dad called the lawyer, he did whatever it is that he needed to cover up the scene, but then took matters into his own hand and went to go kill Colin before he got to Emily. Okay, so the so Norman, the father, never told Peter to go do anything. I it don't was, think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think it was like, I love Emily and I'm going to go protect mm-hmm. her. And Yeah, I think the, Norman called Peter – to say, hey, can you clean my office? Yeah. Yeah. Cover my tracks here. Right. But then after that, took matters into his own uh-huh. hand and stabbed them in the neck. Little did Norman know what he was doing. Yeah. Little did he know. Well, did I, he do him a favor? I mean, I don't know. And so when they go to tell Emily, like, she's like, oh, I knew he kind of had feelings for me, but I didn't think it would be like right. that. You always know. A girl always knows. Yeah. 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 Well, you can always tell. always tell. But they do tell Emily... He was coming to apologize you. Colin. Colin Dwight was coming to say he wasn't going to take the money, that he actually loved you. And if you forgave him, mm-hmm. you guys would run away together. Mm-hmm. And she found solace in that because she mm-hmm. really did love him. Yeah. So I'm glad that she got that. Yeah. In the end, she got that. She's yeah, like, yeah. oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. I think Emily's okay. I think she's going to be right. fine. She'll just go a take a, a year in London and find yourself a real prince. Yeah. There's plenty over there. I'm sure Viscounts everywhere. Viscounts everywhere. You just throw a pebble at a Viscount. Yeah. So then we get to that's the the case is yeah, solved. The case is fantastic. Done. But then I love our little buttons at the end. Always I we have know. a little Abe button. Always yeah. Abe's at his store and Fox. She's like, you made a pretty aggressive move there, buddy. Yeah. And it turns out she was only 20 blocks away. Mm-hmm. So she's been down the street this whole time. Yeah. A lot down the street, but down the street. Yeah. Um. So I feel like. That excited him, and mm-hmm. he asked her for coffee, and she politely said no, which I understand. Yeah, she's like, "Listen, I buried my husband two, two days, days ago. ago. Like, take it easy. Hold like, it's on, just player. Coffee. Like, mm. relax. It's never buddy. just coffee. Yeah. It wasn't just a milkshake. <laughs> yeah, that was like strange though, because it, when they were eight, she's like, "Oh yeah, last time it was just a milkshake, and what happened afterwards? Well, like, you had like a kiss, right? You you were eight. But she said that he was the only person that she had kissed outside of her husband. So that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. If they had that much of a connection. Because Abe did say when he was little Abe, I'm going to marry that girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Her milkshake brought all the Abes to the yard. It did. Just the one. You did it. You did it. And it's here forever. (laughs) It's a little. (laughs) A little dance and everything. Yeah. You guys. And And then then, we Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Joe and Morgan are walking at the end of the episode and he goes oh i'm gonna come clean with you joe i'm actually hank morgan from ohio or something he has his american accent she's like you're a liar yeah she's like whatever good night gets into the cab and it's and that's because abe said he didn't want him riding on a bicycle yeah it's like i want you to ride cabs around and it's adam Adam. I, i got goosebumps head to toe and i just froze like that was a great 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 reveal mm-hmm. great job um and he said totally wasn't expecting I need you to buckle your seatbelt because i don't want you to get hurt 
What's he gonna do? What's the worst that can happen? The guy's gonna die. I know they're both gonna die together. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, this is still scary because he might come after who knows who. Oh my gosh. You know? Because he could, knowing his condition, he might be able to like torture him forever. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, so that was our episode. Before we get into anything else. On my notes, oh, the very it. last zero is OMG. It does. It says right there. It says OMG. That's your last Bullet moment point there. OMG. Wow. Great right. way to end the episode. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, ready for predictions now? I am ready. All right. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, Pega, let's hear it. We saw previews for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam is taking him hostage. I think Henry is going to be able to get out of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't going to – I don't think his secret's going to be revealed. Yeah? Not this – I mean, we still have many more episodes to go. Mm-hmm. I think it's too early. They kind of hinted at that, want us to think that, but I don't think that Henry's going to come clean with it yet. Mm-hmm. Um Fawn, definitely coming back. Yeah. Absolutely coming back. She lives 20 blocks away. They're so – he is really into her. She kind of feels it too. So I feel like she's coming back. Um, but, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty okay. much it. The many women of Abe. The many women of Abe. And, but you think the one in the end is going to be Fawn? I think so. Yeah? I mean, it's like his long-time love. Yeah. Tomato. Long-time mm-hmm. tomato. It's his long-time tomato. Yeah. That's been stewing a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think that I agree. He's probably not going to have to reveal himself. But I do wish he would give Joe a little a little bit of info. I'm hoping for it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I just – I don't know if Joe can keep a secret. Yeah. Maybe she can. I think she could. I really think she could, because I think that they're really developing a really good friendship, and yeah. that it's going to be great. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Cool. Woo-hoo. Awesome. Well, that's our show, guys. Make sure you check us out on iTunes. Subscribe. You can find us also on YouTube, After Buzz. Yes, please. Leave us comments. We read everything. We really, really mm-hmm. appreciate your feedback. And we love your song recommendations. Yes. Bring, they're fantastic. Yeah, please send us more. We're running out. <laughs> yes. And, and give us uh, your your predictions for what's going to happen with Henry and the crew. And you can find us here every week talking about forever. You can find me on social media. I am Mary Lou Mandel. And you can find me Twitter, Instagram, M-A-R-I-E-L-O-U-M-A-N-D-L. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Pegarad. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.